The Super Bowl is set and Miami will be painted red. We've got it all here. It's first down under. Chaz, are you ready? Always. Let's go! Hello, you play to win the game. Boof! I love that. Playoffs? Yeah, 58-8! I just hope we can win a game. We've got to always protect the McNuggets. Nice. I don't want to the projects. Oh, my goodness. Red and football. Wow! Championship weekend has come and gone, and we have an epic match between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs to come two weeks away, Super Bowl 54 in Miami. But before we get there, we have to recap uh, what was a very exciting, uh, for at least the first half of one game, championship weekend. Uh, I am Zach Miller, joined as always by Charlie King. Chaz, obviously not feeling great. Your team. Green Bay, not getting the chockies. You hate to see it. <laughs> Always such a great pump up. Um, I'd rather see him go out in the wild card, <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah. I, well, I genuinely would. I can tell you how it feels. I'm not going back to you. I, I forgot about Philly, but I genuinely would have preferred that. It was one of the more embarrassing performances you'll see from a defense. We'll talk about the floor as well and his lack of in-game adjustments. But uh, thankfully, it was working for this game. I rarely say that about an NFC championship. <laughs> uh, did have a flick of the Google scores, and uh, it just kept ticking over. And at what point did I say, I think we're cooked? I think it was about 10-zip. 10-zip. Yeah. I, bad feeling about we'll this. We'll talk about what, why I thought, you know, Green Bay, the, the key turning points for Green Bay. But I just felt it was imperative. We, just, we said this last week. Green Bay had to start hot early. They had to put the pressure on Jimmy G. And it was exactly how you would not want the game to go. Well, let's take you to Levi Stadium now. This is what it sounded like for the NFC Championship game. Mostert in the backfield. He gets it. Samuel out in front. Touchdown. Ball is on the ground and recovered by the 49ers. Buckner has the ball. Aaron Rodgers never had it from center. Second down and nine. Here he is again. Mostert touchdown, his third. Garoppolo still only thrown six passes. Mostert, left side. Another first down carry and more. How about a touchdown? No timeouts and now inside of two minutes. Aired out downfield and picked. Richard Sherman gets his fourth in his postseason career and ends this game. It was the 49ers with a cakewalk in Santa Clara. Really no opposition to Raheem Mostert. He's cut by six teams and he looks like Barry fucking Sanders out there. (laughs) Walking through holes that I could run through, I reckon, with a couple of moves. But uh, it was a clinic from the get-go. Green Bay never got rolling. Scored their first touchdown late in the third. Really epitomized that performance. The Niners advance. Jimmy G throws eight passes. And they are in Miami. What a performance by the Niners. (laughs) And not much to say about Green Bay. Obviously, Chaz feeling a little sore. I'm not uh, really sore. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm pissed off. I think if anyone was listening, sore. listening to the pod last week, you would have heard uh, a very excited young man thinking uh, yeah, that well, his team that, had a sniff. That, it's all about the theater, isn't it? It's in first take. 
<laughs> You're right about that. Yeah, they, well, I mean... so I think, I think as we as we mentioned briefly, it was that really strong start from the 49ers that just completely killed us. I think the strategy... Oh, the for, 27 zip lead? For, yeah, for Green Bay, I mean, Jimmy G's playing his first NFC title game. There's a little bit of doubt in the mind of the Niners. If Rodgers gets the ball early, goes downfield with a hookup to Devontae, 7 zip, 10 zip, whatever it is. <laughs> and Jimmy G just gets a little bit of doubt in his head. You know, he's in, in front of this massive, massive stadium, Levi Stadium, the pressure's building. But, you know, the actually started quite well for Green Bay. The 49ers get the ball in their first drive and basically punt. Mm-hmm. Kenny Clark makes a massive stop. Packers are feeling phenomenal. Rogers is walking up and down with Big Dick. Zero, zero, three minutes into Santa Clara. We're looking he's, good. He's feeling good. He's thinking, this is my time. This is my validation. All that shit we're hearing during the week. Packers get the ball. They keep it for two minutes. They punt it back to the Niners. Greenlaw makes a massive play on third down. And from that point on, it was a genuine clinic. First touchdown of the game coming from Mostert on a third and eight run. Pretty much an HB draw. Yep. And I don't think he was touched walking into the end zone. Yeah. He wasn't, and Chaz, he wasn't touched. It was it was about most dirt today because he mm. had what two twenty on the ground. He had two twenty off twenty nine carries, averaging seven point six and four touchdowns. A line you'd kind of expect to see in Cincinnati week two, or maybe from Derrick Henry, or from Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, a wild game, and making a little fun of uh, Jimmy G there. But the most important. And an impressive stat line from Jimmy G was the W, of course. Uh, mm. Not his first championship game. He's backed up Tom Brady in about three of them. That is true. So you he... go, mentally, I mean, you know what's going on. It's just, this is the first yeah. time he's had to play. Uh, throwing eight and completing six for 77 yards is impressive. And there was a 90-minute mm. stretch there where he didn't throw the as ball. well have been on the surface, the That's... Microsoft surface, just checking plays. I think we probably could have played for him. They could have thrown someone else in there in a number 10, and we would have thought a CJ it was Jimmy Bethad. G. A CJ Bethad. But, um, Chaz, I mean, that's the story of the San Francisco 49ers team, right? They're uh, Absolutely. a run-first, dominant, old-school, smash-mouth team, and mm-hmm. I nothing but impressed by what they've mm-hmm. done in the playoffs so far. Yeah, well, Shanahan he even said in the pregame, we've got a clear strategy. We're going to run the football until they can stop us. And the Packers did not make a single stop um, until about 10 p.m. when the game was over. <laughs> so it was interesting to see. He literally used – we didn't see Kittle that much. He literally used him in the run block uh, against this Packers defensive front, and he made the Smith brothers look like a couple of pedestrians, to be honest. Um, they just completely smashed them at the line of scrimmage. Most of it had these gaping holes. He wasn't really pulling off any significant moves. Gaping and holes. And the 49ers, they made a couple of, like Jimmy G made a couple of throws when he needed to, but they were literally 15 or 20-yard passes. And the Packers just had no answers for this team. And we were hearing a little bit of hype about this Green Bay defense and what they did against Seattle in that first half, up 20-3. to three. But it was just an absolute smash-mouth performance and as soon as it was kind of 17 zip and Mostert ran for that second touchdown completely unblocked and untouched, it was always going to be a tall, tall order from there. Um, I think Jake Kumaro had our first big play in the second quarter, and then that dead led to the Rodgers fumble, which was just painful to watch. He didn't rough. even try and collect the ball. No, and it just dropped. Kind and of he backed just walked away. away. Yeah. And then he shrugs his shoulders and goes, what the hell was that? Business decision. I'm thinking, that's a leader. He's thinking about the 2020 what, season. Deshaun Watson would do that. Mahomes would do that. He'd <laughs> shake his head. He'd walk off the field. He'd look at the floor, point the finger. And that kind of epitomized the game for Rodgers. And I can see why he cops a lot of shit. 
couple of points, and I agree, was not a typical Aaron Rodgers game. In fact, it was not good at all. Um, we've talked a lot about both offenses and a, bit, on of, the road. a bit, of, bit of Green Bay D. But we've got to give it up for the San Francisco 49ers defense because oh, that first half was clinical and capped off by that Richard Sherman interception that we heard in the highlights. It was just poetic. Yeah, that uh, was kind of garbage finish. time, though. Yeah, well, they were trying to they were trying to get the win. Richard yeah. Sherman seals seals the loss. A, a great spot for uh, Big R Sherm. Uh, second point is this seems like to to me to be Green Bay's story of the season. They have one great half and one shit one. Last week against the Seahawks, it was their first half that was great. They got out to the lead and they were able to mm. withstand Russell Wilson in that second half. This week it was the first half that they shut the bed. And so over the last four quarters, within those four quarters, they, they put together absolutely nothing. So by the time they get uh, get the ball rolling, it's mm. just, it's too late. And it, it's been very analytical from you so far, Chiz. Uh, but this is your team we're talking about, mm. and probably the best they've looked in years. To go out like this, Oof. how does it feel as a fan? Ah, uh, look, it's it's really, it's quite, quite concerning because you think, Roger said in the post game, we're not that far off, the door's open for us. And I think the 49ers pretty much had their C team out in the second half. And if they wanted, they could have beaten us 40, 50 to zip if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this team, I'm not going to give Rodgers an out because I think their offensive weapons just aren't enough. I think Jones and Devontae are literally all they have. Um, I think this defense, as much much stock as they put into it in the offseason, showed no real semblance of a team that could take us to the Super Bowl. So I look at it and I say, look, I think Rodgers' window for a championship. Is pretty much closed. Um, I think they had a bit of a cruisy ride this year. I think the division sucks, and I think they were way too. They, they actually were hyped as much as they should be. All that crap during the week about the Packers deserve more love. They'd really beat no one throughout the year. They play well against Seattle. Lafleur was completely over his head. I mean, it was just. It's not a. It's not a game where you walk away as a fan saying we're in a good spot. We're not that far off, as Rogers said. I think we're a country mile off the Niners. The Saints should have been there. Yeah. I think we were robbed of an NFC championship. That would have been um, epic. I think there were many, several other teams in the NFC that are way better than the Packers. Oh. I think we just had a run that was kind of, it kind of blemished a lot of the problems. Look, you're feeling a bit flat, and I feel you, Charlie, because that's a tough spot to be uh, after a loss like that. I don't know if there was that many teams better than the Green Bay Packers. In fact, I think this is maybe one mm. of the weaker years we've seen for the NFC. Over the past decade, it's felt like they were clearly the, mm. the dominant team. Uh, oh, sorry, the dominant conference outside of the Patriots. You, you didn't really know who was coming out of the AFC, whereas the NFC had just had all these powerhouses. This year, when you really like take a step back and have a look, would it have been the Vikings? Would it have been the Seahawks? Would it have been Philly? No, mm. the Saints, uh, who tripped over a coffee table in the first round, they're really the only other team that I would have said are better than Green Bay definitively. Mm. Um, that being said, yeah, they're a mile off uh, Green Bay, uh, this uh, mm. San Francisco 49ers team. And it does come back to the coach as well, because Kyle Shanahan's been around for a while, mm-hmm. you know, 14 years of this, and uh, he's been to a Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator. Now he's making things happen as the head coach. Mm. Matt LaFleur, first year. Mm. You hope he can uh, pick up and keep the momentum going from 14 wins and four think, losses, but yeah, well, I guess we'll see. I think just every every team that I support sucks, so I kind of have this automatic fallback of just giving up. Uh, who else are we talking about here? The demons. Yeah, the demons. Melbourne so demons. I think I think I'm in this obviously this post traumatic state from the clinic that the 49ers just put on made us look like an XFL team. So I'm obviously Oof. going to be skeptical, but I think in the off season they need to focus on another big player receiver. Yep. I think their tight end position is a little bit sus too with Jimmy G, not the good Jimmy G. 
And I think they, oh, yeah, the they other need Jimmy someone G. else to accompany Devontae because Lazard, Kumaro, Valdez, Scantling, and Allison are not your core moving forward. And I hate to say moving forward, cut that from the pot. <laughs> uh, funny you mentioned Jimmy G, as in Jimmy Graham. That is the Jimmy G. The original Jimmy G. To have your nickname stripped from you while you're Ooh. still playing. Was he called Jimmy G that much? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jimmy Graham, Jimmy G. Oh, I reckon 20, 2011 to 2015, it was all Jimmy Graham, mm. Jimmy G. And now to lose a game to the guy who robbed you made you feel a like a guy who threw two passes a quarter. <laughs> it just rips the life. That hurts. Uh, I think they got to put, yeah, I think Mercedes Lewis, there are so many pieces around Rogers, but at the same time, you don't want to make excuses for him. He's got Aaron Jones. He's got a great offensive a line, year, generally. A phenomenal offensive line. Stack defense. Yes, they've got some some pieces to fill, obviously, but I think the offense is going to be a key this this offseason. Just the window for Rogers is, is just closing every single year. He's going to be 37 next year. I don't think he can he play at the level Brady has, I'm not sure. But um yeah, it's it's slightly concerning the the disparity between you, the top teams. You want to get a complimentary piece for Devontae Adams, and whether that's yeah. a speed guy or another possession guy. Um, is, is there anyone who springs to mind for you to put you on the spot as a free agent uh, who might be a free agent? It's t- tough to tell. We're a little bit out, or who might be on the trade block. But you know, AJ Green, yeah, well, AJ Green's out there, um, mm. and as a number two now, you know, he's a bit further along in his career. That yeah, be a great number two if he can stay healthy. Yeah, just had a season off, so who and knows? that's the thing. I mean, Devontae still had nine catches for one thirty-eight, so he wasn't exactly blanketed. But even with that production, it just showed you how far off we were offensively. Well, so all they seem to do is scheme. Devontae open. That's like the whole game plan is to get the ball. Just an out to route to Devontae. Because that's all, that's all we got. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Green Bay next year. But as, it is about San Francisco. Of course. A dominant win by them. What are the keys to San Francisco moving forward? What are they? Moving forward. Uh, <laughs> damn it. As they reach out to the Chiefs as and they, touch base as, as in they, Super Bowl 54. As they look ahead <laughs> into the horizon. Yeah. Because uh, at the end of the look, day. I think. Uh, you know, it's they're going to do the exactly the same thing. I think Tevin Coleman with a dislocated shoulder, he's expected to play. Really? Doesn't matter. They'll yeah. Wow. Dislocated shoulders, nothing. Two weeks. Hey, they got Matt Breida. They got Matt Breida and Raheem. So they're, they're, that's not what an else? issue. I expect them just to do the exact same thing against this Chiefs team. And I think their defense. Patrick Mahomes has not faced a defense of this caliber. That four defensive line with Buckner, Bosa, two other guys. I don't know. Yeah. But they can blitz just with those four Armstead. and literally rely on their linebackers in Quan Alexander, um, Greenlaw, and then their secondary is elite as well. So it's going to be a heavy dose of ground and pound, a lot of defense. Uh, if anyone's going to beat this defense, it's Mahomes and the way he's playing. But I expect this game, like we said during the week, it's polar opposites, You know, massive defense against phenomenal offense. Yep, It's the perfect Super Bowl matchup. Um and I think we'll get into our picks a bit later, but I think that's the key for the Niners. And Jimmy G will have to make some plays down the stretch. It's not going to be like that game against the Packers. No, I, I tend to agree with you there. Uh, if you're going to go against this Chiefs team, you're going to have to be able to throw the ball and catch up quickly if you fall behind. That's what happened to these Tennessee Titans. If you didn't, uh, didn't see it, this was the AFC Championship. It is Henry ready to take the snap. Remember, he threw a touchdown last week. Now he's going to take off. He's going to go in for the Tennessee touchdown. Second and 10 as that Tennessee defense drops back. Has long and tried to make a diving. Tipped at Mahomes, who tiptoes inside the 10. Still not down. Oh, what a run! 
out of this world. Touchdown, Kansas City. Time. This is why you'd send him out here, faking. Yep, there it is. Pass is caught for the first down. How about that? I mean, you know they're faking. I mean, there's That's no reason to send them out. Unless you trust them more than your offense on fourth and eight right now. Slings it way down the field. The Watkins! Sammy Watkins for the touchdown! And that was all she wrote in Arrowhead Stadium. The Titans... Well, they picked up where they left off last week on the shoulders of King Henry. He put the Tennessee team up double digits early. But little did they know, that's just how these Kansas City comeback chiefs like it. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, well, they put on another masterclass through the air and on the ground. And that dislocated knee that Patty had a few weeks ago, well, that feels like a dislocated memory because he was unstoppable. That final dagger you heard to Sammy Watkins sealed the game with the Chiefs winning 35-24. to Chaz, it was a more exciting game than the NFC Championship. Oh, yeah, that would have been tough. It was still over by the half, or at least it felt that way. Uh, yeah. I think it was 28-17 at the half, was it? Uh, it was 21-17, but there was just so much momentum with these Kansas City Chiefs, and they started to do to the Titans what the Titans have been doing to other teams all playoffs and uh, in the weeks leading in. Because uh, I've got the stats here. I think they, uh... yeah, the entirety of Tennessee's offense in the third quarter was limited to six a six-play, 17-yard drive. Now, that is so far for, from the For tape, one quarter. For a whole quarter, for the whole third quarter. That, that is exactly on, what man. they were trying to do, the Ravens the week before when they got the mm. win, to see the Chiefs of all teams do this to the Titans. Mm. I mean, that's... Uh, that's pretty impressive. Um, down 17-7 to early in the game uh, is when the Chiefs and Mahomes went to work. Uh, Mahomes hit Tyreek Hill for a 20-yard touchdown pass, then ran that 27-yard score that you heard Jim Nance absolutely blowing his load to. Got to talk about that conspiracy theory. What's that? With that run. You got, Did you watch that play? Yeah, Some of those Titans players. Are you serious? It was like their mum was on the field going at him. That first guy, he dodges. It's okay. He's going to go out of bounds. Second linebacker. Misses him. And then he's running. He's at the 10-yard line. There's two Titans guys there. And he does this little spin move it like was, they've been playing for four hours. It was, he just dives in. It was a horrific defensive showing it's by the terrible. Titans. Now, I'm thinking that these players are looking at uh, old Patty thinking he's going to throw it downfield. So we want to bat it. So we'll, we'll stand back and try and jump. But all he did was juke him with like, I don't, it was like watching Madden on easy. It was a bit Madden, yeah. yeah. Bit Madden. Uh, players dodged, missing easy tackles. Definitely... Uh, the Titans preserving the future of the NFL for the next 15 years. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I see the conspiracy. That's yeah. a good point. Um, so that was that was actually Bill Burr, not me. Oh, I like that, though. Uh, thinking Goodell's made a few calls, just saying, just keep him in. Because so we need, tackle yeah. him. This is the new Tom Brady. Brady's cooked, and uh, we need him. Speaking of, speaking of cooked, mate, Henry must have been pretty tired. I mean, he's lodged... 367 oh, carries between the regular season and playoffs. And, uh, I mean, you've got to imagine that he's run out of gas, right? Yeah. In he, second half, what, he had two yards, finishing with 69 on the day? Yeah, and you got to factor in the cold weather. It was it was goddamn freezing in there. I mean, I know Baltimore as well, but in Kansas City, that offense, that defensive line just held him up on some big plays. He had 19 carries for 69, but, yeah, I think he was gassed from those other three weeks of playing. Uh, no way that this kind of guy could produce that performance for a fourth week in a row. 
And then Tannehill had to make some plays. He did make some nice big chunk plays. Um, AJ Brown and Corey Davis got involved. But as soon as the Chiefs got that touchdown to Hill to make it 17-14, you were like, okay, they're, they're, they're within striking range. 17-7, I was a little bit skeptical. But then Mahomes had that ma- massive rushing touchdown. Arrowhead's going berserk. And they kind of took it from there. That Sammy Watkins bomb was an unbelievable play. And Kelsey really didn't get that involved. Um, he finished with three catches for 30 yards. And I guess that kind of gives them a lot of confidence going into San Francisco. Um, the game with San Francisco, sorry, knowing that they kind of can spread the load. Tyreek made some big plays as well. And Mahomes finished with the most rushing yards. Eight carries, 53 yards and a touch. Not bad. Um, so, yeah, I think at, at that 21-17 mark with the crowd going bonkers, he kind of knew... It was it was the Chiefs' time. Yeah, I never really felt like the Chiefs were out of it, even when they were mm. in a double digit deficit. And it, I mean, well, I def I never thought they were going to lose. I should say, yeah, never thought they were going to lose. And this Mahomes man, I mean, I want to put mm. it into perspective. Uh, this year, it felt like he lost a bit of the shine because he only threw twenty six touchdowns oh, the completely. year before. He threw fifty. I think he was a victim of his own success. Mm. Is it it that kind of year? Um, he had two leg injuries. Uh, he, he had an ankle. In the first game, mm. kept playing through. Then he had that dislocated knee. And it didn't mean he wasn't good, but it just slowed him down and allowed Lamar to literally run ahead with the MVP mm. and everyone's adulation. But as we were saying on this pod, I reckon week 14, 15, the Chiefs were flying under the radar. Mm. And they were still the Kansas City Chiefs that hosted an AFC playoff game that were one offside penalty away from mm. going to the Super Bowl against the Rams last year, which looking back, oh, they definitely would have had a shot to win. Yeah. Um, so to see Patrick Mahomes, uh, after his first year as a starter, throwing 50 touchdowns, winning the MVP, and being an overtime away from the AFC Championship, uh, his second year, he's made the Super Bowl. And in four career playoff games, he's got 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. Mm. We are witnessing greatness. And it Absolutely. is cool to see from the start. He's otherworldly. And I think yeah, having that little rest of the injury really did probably give him some time. And credit to, what's his name? Matt Moore. Matt Moore for filling in. He felt him well. Getting some clutch wins. We, I remember watching the game uh, when he knocked off Kirk Cousins in Kansas City, and the defense got hot. The defense finally realized that they needed to win games on their own if they've got Matt Moore throwing the pill on the other side of the field. Therefore, this Chiefs defense just started rolling. Tyron Matthew, great to see him mm. playing on a really awesome team. Oh, t- uh, he's killing Frank it. Clark and Terrell Suggs. Completely yeah. forgot they picked him up. <laughs> One of the great signings late. Absolutely. No idea he was even there. And for then Suggsy, what what a result going from yeah. Arizona. Yeah, he's to the Kansas City Chiefs. Completely done a Houdini and to be on this defensive front. And then Mahomes gets involved. They obviously go through that crushing loss last year. Uh, and they get they get a great run. They win enough games in that AFC West. And Mahomes is now, this is officially Mahomes' league, I think we can agree. The way he's carried himself in this playoffs and led this team at the age of twenty-four. Uh, the plays he makes with his legs and, and his ability to throw the ball and make these plays out of nothing uh, is something we haven't seen. And I think from a talent perspective, he is better than Aaron Rodgers, just yep. a basic skill right level perspective. Um, and I think it's really put everyone to bed about who the best new young quarterback is. I think Lamar has had an incredible season, but I just think the passing ability he hasn't got there just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be a phenomenal Super Bowl. I was saying during the week, we have not seen a matchup of this caliber of sheer excitement and also not really knowing who's going to win in quite some time. Absolutely, Charlie. It's the closest the Lions have been in many years, Mm. Uh, but also the most exciting it's been because you've got two teams that are at full health that felt like 
close to, if not the best teams in their respective conferences all mm-hmm. year and absolutely showed out in the playoffs. Yeah. So I've never been more excited for a Super Bowl. Uh, I mm. think this is going to be an epic game. I think there's going to be a lot of points despite the great San Francisco defense. It's yep. just going to be tough to contain We've these We've got Chiefs. a phenomenal setup. We're going, going to the Mount View Hotel in Richmond with a private room, 15 blokes, jugs of beer. What could go wrong? And Booger <sighs> McFarland, I think, covering the game. Is that, it confirmed? That is, is that confirmed, ESPN? Because ESPN is coverage Fox. for Australia. Okay, so they so get Fox. So they get Tr- Joe and Troy Aikman in America for they this get game. That. And we get Booger and Tessa Tour. So we've got to see what the sound system's think, like there because I don't think it'll do it justice if we've got some sort of you know, Ricky Dicky operation. We need No, we're gonna need proper sound. We need proper sound for there this. There will be drinking games for Booger yeah. and Joe. Anytime Joe gets excited for a play less than five yards, you gotta drink. Anytime yeah. Booger points out something that my girlfriend who does not watch football could have pointed out. Why he's called Jimmy G. There'll be, there'll be a lot of good things. And also Obviously uh, his name is James. <laughs> which can be short for Jimmy. Uh, G, of course, being the first initial. Oh, oh, of his last name. But don't be surprised for Andy Reid to trust his guy in Patrick Mahomes. Hey, speaking of Andy Reid, a uh, huge moment for him. He is uh, an all-time coach. He's taken a team to the Super Bowl before in a loss. Uh, now he goes back with um, a, a much better team than what the Eagles were in 04. Ah, uh, McNabb. Uh, McNabb. T.O. Westbrook. Not bad. Dawkins. Jeez. Um, Dawkins, very good. Give him some love. Uh, but uh, Andy Reid, in true iconic fashion, he celebrated this win with a yeah, cheeseburger and a snooze. What Cheeseburger went to bed. Get on the tread. Uh, Andy Reid. Yeah, got you got to love him. You love his vibe. Big Red. Big Red. He's been, he's had 15 seasons, I think, with, I think, more than 10 games, 10 I mean, winning games. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's, yeah. I, mean, he, I, I think he was always going with the, the uh, Hall of Fame. But if he gets this Super Bowl, and maybe a few more. Who knows? He could keep mm. coaching for a while. It doesn't seem like he's slowing down. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was never going too fast to start. So that's the thing. That's why I'm kind of torn. I mean, we've got to figure out who we're going to go for here because Tough there spot. are so many, li- so many storylines within the Chiefs that I froth. You know, we discuss Andy Reid. We discuss Mahomes. Oh, we got Kelsey. Uh, I forgot to play his and Travis uh, Kelsey. biggest highlight. Let's get some audio. He does not mind a good time. Uh, yeah, could imagine a pretty sweet sesh out on the could town. Imagine he's arranging that. a hall pass get, currently for Super Bowl. I imagine when you only uh, get thirty yards in your championship round game, then you got to do something off for the sponsors. Like you got to do something for the sponsors. Yeah, you gotta throw something uh, out of there. A little bit of heat. Yeah, people talk about Reed versus Shanahan, Mahomes versus Garoppolo, but I think Kelsey Kittle. Kelsey Kittle, the tight end battle. Uh, it'll just be, there are so many different matchups yet. Like I was saying, back to the Chiefs, I do love everything about them and, and the pain they went through last year in that Patriots game. But then the Niners, I just froth the history, the team, John Lynch coming across, you know, Richard Sherman's story, Absolutely. winning another chip. You got Jimmy G, you got Mostert, cut by six teams. There are so many positives for both. As fans of the NFL, I feel like we can't lose. You cannot lose. And the more I think about it, the more you talk about this game, Chaz, the more I start to realize how opposite these teams are. Mm. You've got a pass-first team against a run-first team. Mm. You've got a team that's built on offense versus a team that's built on defense. Mm-hmm. You've got a team that's got a quarterback who will carry them the way and is the best in the league, and a quarterback who manages the game and mm. doesn't lose it for them. You've got a head coach who's bigger than a truck, mm. and another one hey, who's quite like handsome. Oh, he's an absolute Quite stud. slim. Yeah. 
You got uh, the Chiefs who make erratic offensive plays. You got the Niners. Everything is structured. Kel- everything is laid out. Two best tight ends. One is mm. pure pass catching. The other one loves a run block. Yeah, there, one is so kind of a dumb on. redneck, and the other is kind of this bearded, a bit, know, bit hipster, bit hipster baller kind yeah, of thing. I feel like Kelsey's a bit of a hipster. Ah, I think we're missing the key point, Joe Staley. Run me through the Joe Staley. Forty nine is offensive lineman. This guy, he's been, been This guy has seen everything. He's seen Colin Kaepernick. He's seen Alex Smith. He's been through the shit. He's to see him come out of this, Chris Bowman with a Super Bowl, Chris Bowman. Bosman. Uh, there are so many different things. I think I'm going to go for. I think I will go for the Niners on the day to add to the band. Yep. But I do want the Chiefs secretly. Yeah, I think I'm. Uh, I'm going to be going for the Chiefs. I'm going to pick them. They are currently the favorite uh, at minus one, maybe minus two. Um, mm. Always been known for your bowl picks. Well, it's a tight game, mate. I don't yeah. think either way, it's not a bold pick. But I'll pick the favorite. I'm yeah. very comfortable with the favorite. Going out in a limb. Um, but, yeah, I think it's minus one and a half. Over under 52 and a half. Take the over, baby. Oh, uh, I just believe in this uh, This uh, Patty Mahomes fireworks show that could ensue. Because uh, I imagine if they get the lead, they're not going to uh, take the foot off the gas. They're going to oh, no. absolutely go for the jugular. No, no, no. The Niners need to keep it close. They need, they need, they need, they're talking 21-17 range. Heading into the fourth. Yeah, well, that's what they want. Yeah, but, it's I mean, a two touchdown game. Chiefs are up. Good luck to you. You can the swan song. There's too many, too many weapons. Everyone's nah. healthy. Uh, I don't know. They just pull off an 80 yard play out of their ass. But it's going to be a day and a half. Fuck, I just can't we'll wait. Take I just we'll take can't wait. It's going to be absolutely. Are we going to put any bets on? Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure. Giovanni Bernard. <laughs> Touchdown, Titans. Oh, oh, we're gonna miss man. that. Bit, yeah, no. I, we will put on some bets. Any kind of bets you're thinking of? Are you thinking Booger? Booger comments in the second quarter. Yeah, Booger. Uh, oh, Jimmy G's storylines. Yeah, progression from New England. Obviously, the, the frustration with Belichick yeah, and the eventual signing uh, will be a key talking point for R- those guys. Richard Sherman's uh, comeback to greatness this yeah. time, leading the San Francisco 49ers, the team that he probably made his uh, his name his off. Arch of. nemesis. Yeah, really. uh, with Crabtree. There's a, but uh, I think also George Kittle's ability to not only catch balls, but to block. Oh, uh, people are big on that. Yeah, if he if he can if he can help out in the running game, that'll get a run. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Out of all the four, who do you think is going to do the most dancing? The Niners, the Chiefs, or J Lo and Shakira? Uh, great cue. Uh, well, if you put up just purely um, entertainment value. The tight ends versus Jalen Shakira. It's, it's a pick em for me. I think Mahim Mostert surfing on a touchdown is is pretty compelling stuff. Well, I wouldn't bother was, with the halftime. That was strong. Yeah. Mm. Shakira and Jalo. Wow, they're wheeling them out. Yeah. How old are they? Like 60? Phenomenal threesome. <laughs> uh, but, we're, we're yeah. Different points here. Um, <laughs> but it would be. But, yeah. Of course. Um, um, yeah, fantastic. Well, Jenny from the block will get a run. That'll be it. Oh, do you reckon they'll bring in anyone? Get Maroon Five out. <laughs> Get his shirt off. God. That was uh, that was a lot. Anyway, but it'll be a it'll be a cracking game. It will be, mate. It will be. It'll be outdoors too. Oh, in Miami. We should. Uh, are we going to do a live pod with all the boys? I think we should. I don't think we've got the equipment for it, but the fan mail. Um, it'll be fantastic. Hey, that wraps us up for this week. Championship weekend. Uh, hold, st- hold tight, because we won't be back for another couple of weeks. We did the Super Bowl. Hey, I thought we were doing Feb the Pro Bowl. Three. Oh, yeah, we better get a bit of Pro Bowl coverage in there. Skills competition. Lima. Can't wait. 
Lamar Von, Von, Von Miller's favourite day. He plays for Denver. Uh, yeah, well, he gets a... Uh, well, he's got a Super Bowl. He's, he's, done, he's, done, he's, done his, he's run his course. He doesn't need to do much else. He doesn't now. need to do he's shit. He's parking at Denver be a hero. Yeah, he's doing Larry Fitzgerald happy, with the Super Bowl. Happy days. Uh, brings us to the end, Chaz. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks, mate. Mm-hmm.